<laughs> well, good morning, everyone. It's a wonderful Sunday uh, morning here at Pottstown Bible Church. Uh, if you're joining us on uh, social media, please like, share, subscribe, and hit that notification bell so that you get uh, all the updates from Pottstown Bible Church. And uh, for everyone who is here, welcome to you as well. Would you stand with me? We're going to raise a praise to the Jesus Christ. But before we do that, I want everybody to stand up. I want, I want you to take a deep, deep breath. I want you to raise your arms up. And I want you to, you know, do some calisthenics. Just wake yourself up. Clear your mind of everything that, uh, that has been going on. And, you know, this stressful week and the snow and everything else. You know, we just want to forget all about that. And uh, we want to raise a praise. So, uh, no, I won't make you run in place. So, <laughs> Mr. Jack, it's all up to you. Destroyed. I am blessed beyond the curse 
promise will endure This joy's gonna be my strength Though the sorrow Lord, we say, we say, yes, Lord. Show 
Savior every day, all day, all the time. There is no stopping me when I'm praising. But if you uh, if you want to just take a seat for a moment, we're going to call the offers. Uh, yeah, the <laughs> call the ushers up front so we can collect the offering. Father God, we just thank you and praise you for the opportunity to be in your family and for a chance to give back a portion of what you provide every day for us, Lord. I ask that you would bless these offerings, Lord, that you would multiply them and that you would use them to glorify your name and to expand your kingdom, Lord.
next to you, give them an elbow bump or a hey, how you doing? I'm glad that you're here. Welcome to the house of the Lord. We're glad everyone is here. So if you're watching on social media, uh, stay tuned because Pastor Bruce
Okay. Once again, good morning. Today we're going to be in Colossians, finally, Colossians chapter 3. I've been dwelling on chapters 1 and 2 for quite a while. And now we are blessed, I'm blessed, to go on to Colossians chapter 3, verses 1 through 17. Although we will centralize our attention on verses 1, 2, and 3. Let me say that again. We're going to read Colossians chapter 3, verses 1 through 17, but really intend to capitalize on verses 1, 2, and 3. Can I get an amen? Amen. So here we go. My time person is ready, and hopefully we'll exegete these passages. Therefore... If you have been raised with Christ, keep seeking the things above where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Set your mind on the things above, not on the things that are on earth. For you have died, and your life is hidden with Christ in God. Number two, when Christ, who is our life, is revealed, then you also will be revealed with him in glory. Therefore, consider the members of your earthly body as dead to immorality, impurity, passion, evil desire, and greed, which amounts to idolatry. Verse 6, For it is because of these things that the wrath of God will come upon the sons of disobedience. And in them you also once walked when you were living in them. But now you also put them all aside. Anger, wrath, malice, slander, and abusive speech from your mouth. Number three. Do not lie to one another since you laid aside the old self with its evil practices. And have put on the new self who is being renewed to a true knowledge according to the image of the one who created him. Verse 11. A renewal in which there is no distinction between Greek and Jew, circumcised and uncircumcised, barbarian, Scythian, slave, free men. But Christ is all and in all. So, as those who have been chosen of God, get that? Chosen of God, holy and beloved, put on a heart of compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience, bearing with one another and forgiving each other, Whoever has a complaint against anyone, just as the Lord forgave you, so also should you. Beyond all things, put on, say that word, love. Come on, folks, say love. Which is the perfect bond of unity. Let the peace of 
Christ rule in your hearts, to which indeed you were called in one body, and be thankful. I'd like to stop there, but I'm not. Let the word of Christ richly dwell within you, with all wisdom, teaching, and admonishing one another with psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with thankfulness in your hearts to God. And last verse 17, whatever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks through him to God the Father. Can I get another amen? amen. Let me pre, uh, preamble this message. I don't expect you to sit there like mummies. I want you to say amen. amen. So get ready. So here we go. Let's focus our attention on verses 1 and 2 for now. Therefore, you have been raised with Christ. Keep seeking the things above where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. <clears throat> the Renaissance Bible says we are still raised up with Christ. Now, I'll elaborate that later on, but I'm going to say it again. The Renaissance New Testament says we are still raised up with Christ. Dr. A.T. Robertson informs us that the phrase, therefore, if you have been raised with Christ, is a condition of the first class assumed as true. Now, I know that's hard to digest, so I'm going to say it again and put it in practical terms. Dr. A.T. Robertson informs us that the phrase, therefore, if you have been raised with Christ, is a condition of the first class assumed as true. Can you say assumed as true? Come on, say it. Assumed as true. Let me give you a practical meaning. I have this in my note. It's not on the screen. I'm going to say it again, just in case it hasn't sucking in. A condition of the first class Assumed as true. I wrote this note. Honey, if you love me, a condition of the first class, how about a kiss? Do you get it? It's a condition of the first class, assumed as true. If you truly love me, how about a kiss? Can I get an amen? The people to whom Paul was writing were saved. They had been identified with Christ in his resurrection, Romans 6, 2 through 4. His was a physical resurrection out from among the dead. I need to stop there. Don't you let anyone tell you that the Son of God didn't raise from the dead physically. It was a bodily resurrection. God raised his own son from the dead. Can I get a witness? Jesus himself, I know I'm going to be repeating myself, said, destroy this temple and I will raise it up in three days. Jesus said that. 
they had been identified with Christ in his resurrection. His was a physical resurrection out from among the dead. Theirs, a spiritual resurrection out from among the spiritually dead and from a state of spiritual death into that of spiritual life. This was potential at the time Christ died and rose again and actual for them when they placed their faith in him as Savior. Number two, reflecting on what I have just said, this was a potential at the time Christ died and rose again, an actual, can you say the word actual? For them, when they placed their faith in him as Savior. And here is an actual question. Has placing your faith in the finished work of Yeshua, I like to call him Yeshua, ever become an actual reality for you? In other words, have you placed your faith in his finished work? Number eight. Here's the same question and more. Have you ever placed your faith in the finished work of the eternal Son of God? If you have, do you realize that you have been identified with Christ in his resurrection and have passed from a state of spiritual death into one of spiritual life? Can I get a witness? I think that needs repeating. If you have, do you realize that you have been identified with Christ in his resurrection and have excuse me that's what happens when you get happy and have passed from a state of spiritual death into one of spiritual life and I'm going to intervene here today and I hope you don't get upset with me if you're not saved here today you're lost. It's that simple. If you're not saved, you're still in a state of spiritual death. Here's what the Son of God himself says. Truly, truly, or in the King James, verily, verily, I say to you, he who hears my word and believes him who sent me has eternal life, and does not come into condemnation or judgment, but has passed out of, say out of, it's the Greek word ek, out of, death into life. Number nine, but of what, you say, does the finished work of Jesus consist? 1 Peter 2.24, and he himself, say he himself, not you, Jesus. And he himself bore our sins in his body on the cross so, so that we might die to sin and live to righteousness. By his wounds you were healed. Can I get an amen? I think I better read that again. And he himself bore our sins in his body on the cross so that we might die to sin and live to righteousness. For by his wounds we were healed. 
Here's another one. One of my favorites. He, I got, bra I got brackets up there so you know it's not in the text, but just explaining it. He, that is God the Father, made him, God the Father's Son, Jesus Christ, who knew no sin, to be sin on your behalf and mine, so that we might become the righteousness of God in him. Do you realize that if you have placed your faith in the finished work of Jesus, that he has robed you in his righteousness? God made Jesus. It should be a picture, my brother. Shocking, vulgar, distasteful. Jesus Christ, God's sinless son. I'm going to get back to that. Covered with all the filthy deeds of the degenerate mankind. That includes you and me before we got saved. Got to get a witness. Why are you so silent today? We were lost, now we're saved. If you can't say hallelujah to that, what can you say hallelujah to? Let me say it again. Shocking, vulgar, distasteful. Jesus Christ, God's sinless son. Say sinless son. I'm going to turn to Hebrews chapter 7, verse 26, so get ready. Covered with all the filthy days, filthy deeds of degenerate mankind. Who would dare? I'll tell you who dared. God dared. Dared to give the life of his son in payment for your lost soul. If you leave this world without Jesus, you're lost forever. Now, you don't, have, don't change the screen. Written, you can't see that, but here's what it says uh, on, on his body. We talked about his body. Evil mind, greed, witchcraft. Do you realize he died for that? Lust, pornography, wrath, stealing, drunkenness, homosexuality, prostitution, maliciousness. Can I get a witness? I'm going to say this, and don't get mad at me. Some of us participated in those things. And now that you're saved, now that you have an intimate relationship with the Son of God, we are no longer to practice these things because our sin nature is dead or should be considered dead. Let me read them over again. An evil mind, greed, witchcraft, lust, pornography, wrath, stealing, drunkenness, homosexuality, prostitution, maliciousness, trying to get back at somebody. I want you to turn to Hebrews chapter 7, verse 26 in your own Bible, if you can find it. Hebrews Chapter 7, verse 26. For it was fitting for us to have such a high priest, holy, innocent, 
undefiled, separate from sinners, and exalted above the heavens. Can I get an amen? amen. That's the Savior you have. Maybe I better say it again. Maybe somebody will shout hallelujah. For it was fitting for us to have such, not just a high priest, such a high priest, holy, innocent, undefiled, separate from sinners, and exalted above the heavens. Thank you. I'm coming back to this, so don't think I'm repeating without knowing hopefully what I'm doing. This is Colossians chapter 3, verse 3. For you are dead, and your life is hid with Christ in God. Let me repeat. For you are dead, and your life is hid with Christ in God. The original says this, for you died. It's a definite event. This happened. Died to sin is hid. It's an old verb meaning concealed, locked together with Christ in God. And here's the comment of Dr. Robertson. No hellish burglar can break that combination. Some of you are not going to agree with me, but that's okay. I want you to agree with the Bible. Can I get a witness? No hellish burglar can break that bond. Once you get saved, you're saved forever. Does that mean you never sin? Don't kid yourself. Even as believers, we sin. Can I get a witness? It is not the when of how they died that concerns Paul, but that they died. God considers you dead from your spiritual life of which you came. Galatians 2, 19 and 20. For through the law, I died to the law so that I might live to God. I have been crucified with Christ. And it is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. But Christ Lives in me. I'm going to change it for a second. Colossians 1 9. Christ in you, the hope of glory. Can I get a witness? Christ in you, not only with you, but in you, the hope of glory. And the life which I now live in the flesh. I live by faith. Say faith. Well, I thought you had to produce good works, Brother Bruce. 
The only way I can produce good works is to get saved first. You don't produce good works in order to get saved. Fruit, good works are a natural consequence of being saved. Who loved me? Who loved me? The eternal. Say the word eternal. I stress that word because there are many cults that says that Jesus was created. The Son of God was not created. Who loved me? He loved you personally. And he gave himself up for me. I need a Kleenex, please, somebody. Right behind me. Oh, thank you. Good anticipation. Number 10, what does Isaiah say about this person? He was despised and forsaken of men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. And like one from whom men hide their face, he was despised, and we esteemed him not. That's the King James. Surely our griefs he himself bore. I'm going to say it again. Surely our griefs he himself bore and our sorrows he carried. Yet we ourselves esteemed him stricken. Say stricken. Come on, all English words. Stricken. Smitten of God. I don't, I don't know if you got it. I said it before and I'm saying it again. God smote his own son. How much does God love you? More than you could ever imagine. And afflicted, he was pierced through for our transgressions. He was crushed. Say the word crushed. I used this illustration before, and it only happened to me once. I saw somebody get their fingers crushed in the door. But there's no comparison to our Savior being crushed. Can I get a witness? We are healed. I, I missed something. Crushed for our iniquities. The chastening for our well-being fell upon him. And by his scourging, we are healed. I know some say that uh, uh, he was beaten 39 times. I've read that it might have been more because of the Romans scourging. All of us like sheep have gone astray. Each of us has turned to his own way. Have you turned to your own way when you were a sinner? Say yes. Yes, we did. Here's the good part. I have an asterisk behind it. Asterisk. But the Lord, God the Father, has caused the iniquity of us all to fall on him. He was oppressed 
and he was afflicted, yet he did not open his mouth. Can you imagine? Beaten, thorns put in his head, pressed down on his head, and then beaten. And all the other things that they used to kill the Son of God. And he didn't open his mouth. I can't imagine. Number 11, like a lamb that was led to the slaughter, and like a sheep that is silent before his shearers, so he did not open his mouth. By oppression and judgment, he was taken away. But I got some first-class conditions. I got that word first-class in quotes for you and me. For by grace, you have been saved through faith and not of yourself. It is not a gift. It is the gift. It's the gift. It's not a gift. It is the gift of God, not as a result of works, so that no one may boast. You'll never tell God how what a nice guy you are. Can I get a witness? For we are his workmanship. Here's the good part. Created in Christ Jesus for good works which God prepared beforehand. As a Christian, I want you to know that God has a definite plan for you. Can I get a witness? I don't know what it is. Which God prepared beforehand so that we would walk in them. He's got a plan. And it's up to us to hear that still, small voice through prayers, through reading the Bible, to, through talking to him, and any other means you can establish to follow that plan. And I'm going to be the first to say, so you don't think I'm so good, I don't always follow that plan. Can I get a witness? And none of us do. But we can ask God to help us, enable us. I want you to complete this phrase. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I need the strength of the Almighty God. Yes, I call him God. He's God the Son. John calls him the Logos or the Lagos. I'm not going to go into that. Number 12, but when the kindness of God our Savior and his love for mankind appeared, say appeared, I'm going to get a little bit off track here, but it's on track. Say the word appeared again. There are some cults back in his time, in Jesus' time, that said he really wasn't a man. I won't go into that any further. He was a phantom. They were called the Dacitas. Just seems to be. But let me get back here on track before I lose you. But when the kindness of God our Savior and his love for mankind appear, 
He saved us. Say, He saved us. Well, Brother Bruce, I thought you, I thought maybe you didn't know if you were saved until you leave here. If you leave here without Jesus, you're already lost. It says saved. You could be saved today. You could be saved this morning. If you wait till you die, it's too late. He saved us. S-A-V-E-D. Christian, you ought to know you're saved. You're not bragging. You're bragging about Jesus and what he's done. Not on the basis of deeds which we have done in righteousness. They're dead works. If you're here this morning and you're trying to do something in order to get saved, it's a dead work. Can I get an amen? Amen. I love to help people. I love to do various things, but that doesn't save me. And there's other people in this room that are already helping me all the time, and I appreciate it. But according to his mercy, by the washing of regeneration, I want you to repeat this, washing of regeneration, say it. Washing of, what's that all about? Briefly put, you must be born again. That's what it means. Washing of regeneration and renewing by the Holy Spirit whom he poured out upon us richly through Jesus Christ our Savior so that being justified by his grace. What do you mean justified? Praise God. Praise God. Declared righteous. God declares you righteous based on your faith in Jesus Christ. Justified by his grace. We would be made heirs according to the hope of eternal life. Well, I guess you're going to hate me some more because I'm going back to verse 1 again. Therefore, if you have been raised with Christ, I can't see that clock, keep seeking the things above where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. I got a word, hallelujah. Can you say hallelujah? We have been raised with Christ. The believer's life is a life that is risen with Christ. God loves his son, Jesus Christ, loves him with an eternal and perfect love. Therefore, when a person believes, really surrenders, say surrender. Christian, I've got a pointed question for you and me. Have we really surrendered? Since you've been saved, have you and I really surrendered? Are we we playing something else? Therefore, when a person believes, really surrenders his life to Christ, God forgives that person's sin and accepts him in Christ. God actually identifies, that's that first person. There it is again, that first person, an actual event. 
God actually identifies the person with Christ in his death and resurrection. God begins to consider the person as having died and risen with Christ. Do you realize that? When you accepted Jesus Christ, God begins to consider the person as having died and risen with Christ. Number 14, the new believer was not bodily present when Christ died and, and arose, but God considers the believer to have been there. God reckons, credits, and counts it so. Remember, God does this for us because he loves his son, Jesus Christ, so much. He loves him so much that when we believe in Christ, God does exactly what we believe. He does this because our belief focuses upon and honors Christ. And because it honors God's Son, God counts our belief as the real thing. He counts us as having died and risen with Christ. Can I get a witness? This means a most wonderful thing. It means that we are in union with Christ. We are identified with Christ. Number 15. Our faith in Christ has placed us in Christ. I hope you got that. Not only with Christ, but in Christ. Our faith in Christ has placed us in Christ. When he arose from the dead, we arose with him. His resurrection means, if you don't get anything else, I hope you get this, that we have been risen with him, that we, through him, have conquered death. Can I get a witness? You realize that? You conquered death through him, not through you, through him. Number well, there's no numbers. That we, that we raise to a new life. Christian, how's your new life? Are you still acting like you're dead in trespasses and son? Sin? Excuse me. Romans 6 says, God forbid. God forbid. I don't know who I'm talking to, if I'm talking to anybody. God forbid, if you're a Christian, you're still walking like you're, you're dead in trespasses and sins. And I'm going to add this, just in case. You're looking for the chastising hand of God. Can I get a witness? No witness? Just like a parent will correct his children, God will correct his own. that our old life in this sinful world is over. It is no longer has a claim on us. Don't you dare act. I'm adding this. That you're addicted to this and addicted to that and you can't get... The world has no claim on you anymore. Can I get a witness? That our old life in this sinful world is over. It no longer has a claim upon us. We are raised to a newness of life. That we are walking in newness of life. Living a life that is dead to sin. But alive in God. Alive to righteousness and holiness.
Verse 1 again, Therefore, if you have been raised with Christ, keep seeking the things above where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. I can't see that clock, and I like to be on time, so you're going to have to tell me, Pastor, when to stop. Okay, brother and sister. More on verse 1. Keep seeking. Say, keep seeking. This is a constant thing. This is not a once and keep seeking. Therefore, consider the members of your earthly body as dead to immorality, impurity, passion, evil desire, and greed, which amounts to idolatry. For it is because of these things that the wrath of God. Oh, I thought God was a good God. He won't punish anyone. That says the wrath of God. And there are other passages that say the same thing. If the wrath of God was poured out on the Son for your sin, what do you think is going to happen if you don't accept him? The wrath of God is going to be poured out on you. And what Jesus accomplished in six days will take you forever. Don't kid yourself. There is a hell. And it's waiting for those who reject the finished work of Jesus Christ. Be sure your sins will find you out. And that includes me. Number 17. But now you also put them aside. Ask yourself, are you still dealing mightily in these things? Anger. Excessive anger, wrath, outbreaks of anger, malice. I'm going to get back with him or her. He hurt my feelings or whatever. Slander. An abusive speech from your mouth. Do not lie to one another since you have laid aside the old self with its evil practices and have put on the new self. Say new self. I hope that convicts some of you. If you're a Christian, new self, not old self, who is being renewed to a true knowledge according to the image of the one who created him. A renewal in which there is no distinction between Greek and Jew. I'm not going to go on. Number 18. Beyond all these things, put on love, which is the perfect bond of peace. I want to say this one, then I'm going to go on to the next one. Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts. I probably shouldn't say this, but I'm going to say it anyhow. This morning, Mrs. Carter and I had a debut, dispute. I had lost something, and she, she was uh, upset, and she had a right to be. But I had prayed. I said, God, show me where this is at. Show me. I got a call this morning, and his name is Norm, in case you think I'm making this up. He said, Bruce, you left your thing, your medicine in my car. Can I get a witness? That's what he said. This morning, and I said, hallelujah. God can give you assurance. And I had the peace that God was going to show me where it was. 
Are you unique, Bruce? No, you're not. He can do anything for anybody. I had peace. I had a settled peace. And she had a right to get on my case. Can I get a witness? My team. Finally, brethren, whatever is true, what is honorable, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is of good report or repute, if there's any excellence and if anything worthy of praise, dwell, say dwell. There's it, dwell on these things. Don't dwell on the negative, which I'm not trying to say there isn't. Dwell on the positive. Now for verse 2. Set your mind on things above, not on things that are on earth. Another exciting remark. Far from a call to an unotherworldliness, this exhortation, set your mind, calls for the Colossians to live in the world on the basis of the rule of Christ over creation. How often do you think about the Savior? Once in a while, maybe on Sunday, maybe on Monday. Uh, he's, just a, he's just someone who saved me and that's it. Well, you got the wrong view. Can I get a witness? That is, because they have been raised with Christ, the believers have no private life. I hope you get that. That's number 20. That is, because they have been raised with Christ, the believers have no private life of their own. Their interest must be his interest. Certainly, when we come to Jesus and receive his treasures of grace, all earthly things become mere stuff. I have down here a footnote on my own. It's in writing. Why should one who has died and been raised to a new eternal life spend his or her time thinking about and making plans for his or her disintegrating corpse? Well, what do you mean? What are some of the things about? Just what are you talking about, Pastor? The literal is keep on thinking. It does not matter what we, it does matter. I got that wrong. It does matter what we think. And we are responsible for our thoughts. I'm going to give you a personal prayer and maybe yours. And you know this verse, so you can say it with me. Let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable in your sight. Can I get a witness? Can you say that? Let the words of my, my mouth and the meditations, what do you meditate on, of my heart be acceptable in your sight? You and I serve a God who can actually penetrate your deepest concern and thought. 
Paul does not mean that we should never think the things upon the earth, but these should not be our aim, our goal, our master. The Christian has to keep his feet upon the earth, but his head is in heaven. He must be heavily minded here on earth and so help to make earth like heaven. First Chronicles 22:19. Now set your heart and your soul to seek the Lord your God. Arise, therefore, and build the sanctuary of the Lord God, and so on. What's God want you to do that you haven't done? You know what it is. No, perhaps nobody else knows, but he, he sets your heart to do something, and you refuse to do it. May God strengthen us. Psalm 62.10, do not trust in oppression, do not vainly hope in robbery. If riches increase, do not set your heart upon them. Matthew 6.21, for where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Galatians 4.26, but the Jerusalem above is free, she is our mother. Philippians 3.14, I press on. Toward the goal, my mind is thinking King James. I pressed on toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. And I'm not going to elaborate too much on this. Who do you say that I am? That's Jesus talking. Who do you say that I am? And I'm just going to give you a few. I am the way, the truth, not a truth, the truth, and the light. Can I get a witness? Here's another one. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. Here's another one, and then I'll stop and go on to the next page. I am the resurrection, and the life. Can I get an amen? Amen. What verses do you know? I'm sure you know just as much as me and more. And here's those Christ rulership verses. This is the Christ, for by him all things were created. That's the King James. That were in heaven, that are in earth, visible and invisible, whether they be thrones, dominions, principalities, or powers. All things were created by him and for him. You were created for Jesus. Colossians 1.20, and having peace through the blood of the cross. Say blood. blood. Let me add this. Precious blood. By him to reconcile all things unto himself. By him, I say, whether there be things on, in earth or things in heaven. And you, or ye, are completed in him, which is the head of the principality and power. And lastly, to, uh, to, that's on page 22, my brother. And, uh, uh, Colossians 2.15 
Please, Pastor, tell me what time it is, please. We got, we got time. Okay. Uh, okay, brother. Amen. And having sport principalities and power, powers, he made a show of them openly, triumphing over them. Don't you know that demonic forces wanted to kill our Savior and make everything he did defunct? Don't you know that? Can I get a witness? But the Bible says he triumphed over them. Death, hell, and the grave. He conquered them. And he rose physically in three days. And one day, he's going to call your name. Colossians 3 3. I said I read this. I told you I was going to go over this again. For you're dead. I better. For you died. It's a definite event in God's eye. You died. Died to sin. Together with. In God. Let me read the last part of that. No hellish burglar can break that combination. Move on. We're back to shocking again. Jesus Christ, God's sinless son, covered with all the filthy deeds. No, I'm not going to go over the deeds again of degenerate mankind. Who would dare? Next page, Galatians 2, 19 through 20. For through the law I died to the law so that I might live to God. I want you to ask a very important question. And this goes for me too. Who were you living for? Yourself? As a Christian? Or God? God help us. Lord, I think I faithfully delivered your word today. If there's anyone here who doesn't know you as their personal Savior, please help them to know that they can get saved as they place their faith in the finished work of Jesus Christ, the Lamb of God. As was said last week, behold, that was a key word, Behold the Lamb of God who picks up and carries away the sin of the world. Amen. In the name that's above every name, in Yeshua's name I pray. Amen. Let's give the Lord a hand.